0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Man Booth Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter McGoy, and I'm joined once again by the sexiest man in all of podcasting, the one, the only,
1: Mr. Adam Howell. Big sexy, how are you feeling today? You know what? I'm feeling better than before. So hey, it's gonna be a fun show. We're talking about backlash. <laughs> Spoiler. Alert, um, yeah, fans. If you are looking
0: for a preview of if you're looking for a preview of Backlash find another podcast because adam and i don't care to talk about it so we're not uh, what we all do though is uh go through here and quickly recap uh nxt takeover in your house which i think i, I enjoyed to no end adam i i, I know we texted about it a little bit but uh, what are your just overall thoughts before you dive
1: into it i really enjoyed it i loved the like the i know you and i talked about it in text the runtime was perfect the two-and-a-half hours, it uh, puts you out of bed early. <laughs> and it's yeah, if you're just felt rushed. They gave each match plenty of time, in my opinion. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, good show. Really
1: good takeover overall.
0: Yep. If you're going to start a show at 7 p.m. Eastern on a Sunday and you're going to sign off at 9.30, you're going to be my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but before we get into takeover, uh, ask that you give us a follow on Twitter at three mb podcast. Give Adam a follow on Twitter at Adam Howell three mb. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram at three mb pod. As always, we ask that you follow our friends uh, at the Ohio Wrestling Alliance on Twitter at Ohio Wrestling one. Our good buddies at Unsanctioned Pro uh, at Unsanctioned Pro. And of course, at indie wrestling and iwtv.live for just the best streaming service out there. And I, I sent this to Adam earlier this week, but they've now signed on with Big Japan. So now we have Big Japan, Freedoms, Tokyo, not, uh, I keep wanting to say Tokyo Joshi Pro, but it's not. It's Sendai Girls, um, Heat Up, and, uh, and, and many others. Again, not raising the price, not asking for anything else from people. And. And it's just the absolutely best ten dollars a month you can spend.
1: I canceled my WWE subscription yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's just there's just no <laughs> yeah, no
1: I'll sign like, up I mean, for the next takeover. That's what I really want to watch it for right now, is takeovers. Until WWE yeah. draws me in with the actual proper storyline at some point, I'm just in it for NXT and I can watch NXT now on like YouTube and other stuff for now so youtube yeah. tv
0: yeah See, I, I, um i'm not real far behind you there sir I, I, it's becoming harder and harder to justify that expense and especially if they're going to do a free tier of work now or,
1: yeah but i'm like i love watching the old stuff don't get me wrong especially now with my son who, who's into that you know the 90s silly character stuff but hey i can youtube show me lex luger versus doing to clown on YouTube and it's going to pop up. I don't have to log into my network for that, unfortunately. So I'm not going right. to miss it. Yeah. Especially if it's free.
0: Yeah. And especially here in the States where we're about to have sports start ramping up again. WWE um, WW is going to fall. Well, definitely raw and SmackDown for sure. are Just going to fall real low on
1: my, they uh, already are. They just in general to people, they are SmackDown had this worst rating last week. And, like, since they've been on Fox, in, Fox is the in public network in raw company. Are they going to put up with that shit is my thing?
0: <laughs> no, it's it's going to get moved to FS1 here real, real soon if these ratings keep falling. Uh, and, like I say, when, you know, um, um, you know, MLB, or not MLB, but uh, when the NHL and NBA start up, they're going to be pretty much sh- straight into playoff mode and if you don't think people are going to watch that like crazy and just continue to destroy WWE ratings um, you're
1: fooling yourself because they are I'm going to watch I'm going to watch both don't get, I don't even watch that much basketball but I'm definitely going to watch it cuz hey it's sports right
0: it's, <laughs> right it's just it's and it's something else and um so that's WW,
1: That's the. Hang on one second though. That's WWE's sure. fault though. It's their fault. Oh, it absolutely. Because is. they don't. They're not producing good. Like you have supposedly these great minds in the scenes. You have Bruce Prichard running SmackDown, who's supposed to be this great mind in wrestling. And your main event for your SmackDown title is going to be Braun Strowman versus Miz and Morrison. <sighs> like that's the best you can do, honestly. And on Raw side. I'm the biggest Paul Heyman advocate in the world, but his creative team is putting on a show of Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Hey, I got a fact for you. You know how many times Lashley and McIntyre have made events of a pay-per-view with each other? Three times. With Quite impact. a few times in Impact. Now, yep, and now we're going to get it here. Yay, because we haven't seen that a million times before. But hey, WWE World... It's never happened in the outside world. It's only happened in the WWF. W-God, <laughs> So, yeah. yay, that's a great... Yeah. I'm talk talking about back, backlash, but my God. What are you producing for us, people? <laughs> I
0: don't know. All right, so I got one quick question here before we hop into TakeOver. Adam, what are your thoughts yeah. on AJ Styles being a confirmed flat-earther?
1: I totally agree with him. you th- I think the Earth is flat? You and I have, you and I have debated this. How many times? A few, on our way to Dayton. I know we have. <laughs> I know I am being more more convinced that it is, possibly is. I'm not saying for sure. It's possible though.
0: <sighs> okay. Well, I, I'm just going to quote Daniel. Do we need to
1: have a episode of conspiracy theories? We need to get Alice Cologne back on the show, and the three of us will just debate for an hour. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, well, what I love is I'm just going to pull a Daniel Bryan and look you square in the eyes and be like, the Earth is a sphere. All right. But anyway, uh, take over in your house. Uh, How
1: do you know? Uh, that How do you know? Have you
0: been to space? Have you been to space? Have I been to space? No. Have there been other people that have been to space and photographed Earth? Yes. Is the horizon a straight line? No, it's curved. Everything is curved. You're Kirk, science fact, sir. Anyway. I hear you. Uh, so I, I um, take over in your house. Opens up, and we actually do have the in your house set that Adam thought we were going to get. So, plus one beer in the Adam column. Uh, to start the show, anyway, uh, was the six-win tag match, and I told you I, that I was really looking forward to this, and you know, you know, we both kind of commented that you know Raquel Gonzalez may. Be the weak link, but overall I thought this match was really fun, really entertaining, a good 10 minute pseudo sprint. I thought all the girls looked good, including, including Raquel. Um, and yeah, the only thing I think I have a knock against is I was, I was thinking this was going to be Shotzi Blackheart's chance to shine and, and get the win, but it was Tegan Knox uh, uh, taking out Dakota, Kai, getting the one, two, three and, and the good girls win and, and no complaints about this. I thought it was a, a very fun, fresh opener. Um, Hopefully got, you know, lots of new eyes on all these women who are just going out there and kicking ass each and every week. Yeah, for sure. Great, really good. Uh, next matchup was Finn Balor defeating Damian Priest. Uh, I, I I don't know who either of us picked. I think we both decided that we thought Priest was going to win, but because um, it made sense for him no, to I go for the North American picked, title. I thought
1: we both, I thought we both picked balor for some i don't know
0: but well no because we 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 gave like we gave two scenarios and we like if damien priest is going to win he needs to challenge for the nxt north american title and if balor wins he needs to go straight for the nxt world title so balor wins yeah. and, and you know we talked we talked about this via text that you know this was a this is a way of making someone look good and defeat and damien priest looked good and defeat and he's again he's going to continue to be a potential star in nxt no questions asked, but then Finn Balor is going to challenge or appears to be aiming for the North American title. Why?
1: It's just, just a filler why? till Walter till Walter. I think we're going to see him on UK when the world goes back to normal, man. I really truly think so.
0: Well, um, NXT next UK, and they were going to record their TV at the end of July in Scotland and they canceled, they just canceled both days. So who knows what's going to happen yeah.
1: there. I just, I, you know, the Keith Lee and Balor thing, like, you know, they're gonna have Balor win. You know they are. Um, I just, yeah, my, yeah, well, with you is why is the thing. Besides waiting for Walter, but
0: uh, well, no, because it's like I, I think it's gonna be what I said, or hopefully what I said. I think that just means that that'll that'll pave the way for Keith Lee to go for the NXT World Title. If that's what you're gonna do.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: I have a different theory on
1: the NXT world title, but I'll save that for later. Right, we get we'll get there, match,
0: so. I'm going to say, uh, relatively soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next up was the match for the NXT North American title. Uh, Keith Lee defeats Johnny Gargano, and that plus one beer in the Adam column went away, as I picked this one correctly, and Adam did not. Um, I, I think I read somewhere that now that Johnny Gargano... Uh, has appeared on what? What is it? Seventeen takeovers and his win. His re- record is three and fourteen. So it's just like okay. <laughs> Never bet on Johnny Gargano to win at Takeover. So Is it really? But, is it that bad? Yeah, I, 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 I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'll well, obviously, I, I, you know, will obviously research that one. But like, I was just like, like, ooh, that that's that's an interesting one, right there. Um. Well, look, Next up was that the Backlot Brawl too, for though. the He's NXT World Title. Minutes. Yes. Uh, as Adam Cole retained defeating the Velvet Team Dream. Um, I got this one disappointed right. Disappointed in this Adam match. Adam did not. Disappointed in this match. Very disappointed. The result match. or the execution?
1: Uh, the... Uh... More the execution of it, really. I thought it was bad. Not bad. I shouldn't say bad. It wasn't as good as it should have been. I loved the Dexter Loomis cameo. I thought that was good. But I just think <sighs> they overdid it a bit with some stuff. And they just seemed off in the match. But I don't know. You can hide that well in pre-taped stuff. But it didn't seem like they did in this one. It's just my no, opinion. Sp- I mean, overall, speaking pre- okay, but...
0: Yeah. Speaking of pre-taped stuff um they've apparently put it they've already recorded the edge versus randy orton match for this weekend so good stuff there um but side note i i think i i I think wwe needs to take a break from cinematic matches for uh, at least a month like take a break (laughs) like I, i sincerely hope that you're not going to present the the edge versus randy orton match in a cinematic style as well um they're they're good, but if you continue to do it, it's overkill. So let, let's, let's take a break. Nothing at Backlash, and and whatever's going to be in August, if it is going to be SummerSlam, no cinematic matches at SummerSlam either. Let's just have some. I'm just
1: matches. saying, were you impressed with that match overall? Like I wasn't. I'm just like I just no, no it just wasn't that good. It wasn't Adam Cole's finest. It wasn't Velveteen's finest. Loved their entrances. Nope, Thought that part was cool, but.
0: Yeah, Adam Cole coming in on the Monster
1: truck was outstanding. I just like Velveteen as Negan, personally. <laughs> yep. Uh, um,
0: and, and a match that I know Adam and I both thoroughly enjoyed. I thought it should actually have been shorter, but Karrion Cross defeats Tommaso Ciampa in a glorified squash match. And I loved everything about this match
1: yeah especially that nasty like one thing with Champo, like dude why are you doing that to your neck with that apron bump like dude you just had you got your neck fused man like you can't be doing that to yourself I looked, it looked gnarly it looked really good in the match but you know that hurt like hell when he did the choke bomb under the apron that looked yeah. brutal in every sense of the word <laughs> yeah carrying problems also the next world champion, by the way. It's not even close. He is going to be the world next two world champion, and you're going to see a face turn by Adam Cole. See.
0: Hmm. All right, we'll, we'll see, man. I, I, I don't think I'm sold on that quite yet, but we will, we'll see. I, hang on, hang on. You're telling I'm not, me. not dismissing
1: it. I'm not dismissing it at all. We have to discuss it though. You can't just brush it off. I'm just saying, you had him squash I top I, I I just one don't, of your top faces you... in Champa, and then he calls out Cole on Wednesday. Yes, I haven't whatever. watched NXT for this week. I haven't watched okay. NXT for this well, week, so spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that dude is. It might not be the next takeover. It might be the SummerSlam. It might not, well, it might be the November takeover. Whatever. He's your next champion, or they're gonna give to somebody as a filler. To get squashed, Cross is going to be, be squashing everybody until his main event. Put, book it. Write it Which down. Which I I don't
0: I don't have a problem with it. I just I don't see like heel versus heel, but you know whatever I, you know. Like I say, well, we got two months, the months to roster, get to SummerSlam. Like look at the longer, roster, that, longer than
1: that to get to the next takeover. Like, look at the roster. Adam Cole, even including like Keith Lee, who we the next contender, he's already beaten these guys and wrestled these guys several times. You gotta give him fresh. You gotta give him new. If it's Keith Lee, cool. Then let him beat Adam Cole and then it's gonna be crossing Keith Lee and Keith Lee's gonna be a transitional, transitional champion. I'm just saying like, they heel versus heel yeah, it's never been done, really in NXT, but that could, in front of fans and stuff, that could draw a lot of money. That's huge. So if they get fans and take over for SummerSlam, What's the bigger match, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, or Cross versus Cole, or even maybe Keith Lee versus Cross versus Cole? Right, like that's money, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. I, I if you're asking me right now, two months out, and, and well, actually, probably you know closer to three months out because you know summer. Or slams usually towards the end of August um, I'm saying it's in Keith Lee versus Adam Cole solo but ask me in two weeks three weeks of television and storytelling and maybe maybe my opinion changes um,
1: they might keep the Gargano and, and, and Keith and Lee thing going
0: they, who knows they could um, and, if the, and if they're setting up Finn Balor versus Keith Lee maybe that's what they do and and sure, cross versus Cole is, is is I have no problem with that. I like both guys, so I think it's it's quite fine. Um, it just it, I don't know. Right now, I'll just you know until we get Will more of the be, story uh, told. It does make sense. Let me ask you this
1: then: Will you be upset if he's your next champion? That quick? No, not at, at all. Company.
0: No, like I mean, I. He seems to be, and I think we talked about this last week, maybe a week before. Um, he's just a dude who's going to be fast-tracked to SmackDown or Raw. And, and I don't see him sticking around in NXT long, so if, if you want him to be there and you want to put the title on him, go right ahead. Like it, it, It's not uh, it's not going to bother me in the least. I, you know, I, I've i talked on many occasions about how much I love Adam Cole, um, but you know Adam, Adam Cole is over with a capital O. Uh, I don't think he... Needs the title to be over, um, so I, I I I would be fine if, if Cross wins the strap and if he holds it for a year, he holds it for a year. If he holds it for six months and then he's gone, six months and then he's gone, and that's fine. Like I I I, I don't I, I I'm not going to be upset. I guess is you know the simplest way to put it is if he wins and then and again however long he's champion won't, won't bother me. Like he's he's I like he's that good. Obviously, Scarlett's that attractive, so <laughs> you're going to put them on my team every week. I'm okay with that. And then in the main event of the show uh, for, for the NXT women's title, Io Shirai defeats Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, and we were both right, right in a way that Charlotte didn't eat the pin, but um, Rhea Ripley did, and I, I thought the match was fantastic right up until the finish and the only you know I, I don't even want to call it a botch but the only move that wasn't crisp was Io Shirai's moonsault as she pretty much lands right on Rhea Ripley's head um so but um I, I I 100% on board with this I think this is the the right result get Charlotte off my tv three days a week so I don't have to see her um I'm going to give me Io Shirai and or Rhea Ripley program when it's just those two. And let's focus on those two for a little bit. Uh, um, I'm all in on that. Uh, um, I, I, you know, Rhea is another one I see getting called up real, real, real soon. Dude, so we did. sure we didn't, didn't
1: need Charlotte in it to begin with, man. We didn't need Charlotte in it to begin with. It could have been this the whole time and it would have been fine. Like, God, or put somebody else deserving in the freaking match. Candice, Maya, Dakota, like, somebody. Like, holy shit. Like, why are they smothering us with Charlotte fucking Slayer? Like, golly, man. Like, we get it. She is the face of the company now. Cool. But we don't need her three nights a week on TV at all. And then look at that. She loses on Sunday. What does she do on Monday, HD? She pins the women's champion. Shocker. What's going to happen at backlash? Yeah. Whatever the, time, the next time they fight. She's going to win the belt.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: Good job, WWE. Bra fucking O. Like, good job.
0: <laughs> yeah. I... Uh, <laughs> I... I can't top that, so we're just going to end our discussion right there, because that is just fucking perfect.
1: Dude, I'm just, I'm um, so fucking, I'm sorry, I'm just going to keep going for a second. I'm so fucking over it. Sorry, Apple, for all the fucking F-bombs, fine, but, like, golly, like, hey, Network, she ain't throwing that meter thing, what, what do we call that, the meter arrow? Like, she's not going forward. No.
0: Yeah, she's not moving the needle. She's getting
1: more attention than Charlotte Flair is right now. And that's coming out of my mouth. That's sad. You're pushing back people like Ripley and Eo and Maya and Candice and Dakota and Keegan and uh Gen-Z and all the and Bianca and all these people for what reason? Because the world needs more Charlotte Flair.
0: So sp- speaking of Bianca Belair, who was called up to Raw,
1: um,
0: I need to actually look and see how many times she's actually been on TV since she's been moved
1: to Raw. Hey HD, not as many times um, as Natalia. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Don't get me started on her either. But you know, whatever. But no, she's barely mm-hmm. been used at all. at all. If
0: I if I can stop factoring this on my iPad here, I'll uh, I'll find out how many times Bianca Belair has actually been been on raw since she got moved. All righty, so on the Monday night raw that was on April twentieth, four twenty yo, smoke up. Um Bianca Belair defeats Santana Garrett on that Monday Night Raw and has not been on Raw since then. Two and a half months, no Bianca Belair. So, hey, yeah, get all these people called up because it really, really works. But, on a side note, if anybody wants to take a look, Bianca Belair and Ruby Riot have been having some fun matches on Main Event. So, if you get a chance to check that out, that's at least worth checking out because they've been fun. But, I just, I'm just, I'm just I, like
1: I, I'm just processing it in my head like they're not using these people and like Ruby Wright is really over Liv Morgan is over they're very talented people and yeah they're, and Lacey Evans is another one like all these people are being pushed back because of one person Charlotte fucking Flair once again like what does is, what is she have on that company that it's not her dad her dad bashes WWE all the time we both love Ric Flair, but he calls out the WWE frequently now. So it's not that. What is she doing behind the scenes? Ooh, who's trash talking is she doing to make her world champion all the time? Oh, so she can beat her dad's championship record? Cool. Congrats. Is that it? It like, Because she doesn't do it for me. She doesn't do it for you. She doesn't do it for the people. Nope. Like, Charlotte Flair matches our bathroom break match. Usually. So... Yeah.
0: Wake up, I just, people. I, I just have a huge disdain for the way Charlotte puts the emphasis of, of her promos on the wrong words. But
1: so, let's let's that's, move on to some that's more. That's what gets you going. That's what stirs your pot. Yeah. Oh,
0: it does, dude. It just drives me up the wall. Like <laughs> you
1: need,
0: you need you need to raise your voice at the subject of your sentence, not like you know the third word in, because the third word is not your subject. <laughs> But yes, it fucking Any
1: Way.
0: The <laughs> all right. So um, Adam apparently has a fun list for me of the top, quote unquote, top 26 tag teams. of. Uh, is it of all time or is this of the 80s, 90s? What are we talking here?
1: All time.
0: All time. And tell me this, this is from article, like, what?
1: This article is like six years ago, so there's not so few tag teams that aren't on there right now.
0: Okay. And, and is this you like, that, you know, know. Is, is this is this bleacher report
1: again or is this what culture? This is brought this is brought to you by denofgeek.com for all your
0: teams. Okay. Din of Geek's not bad, so okay, this'll will, this'll will be interesting. Alrighty, so so Adam Lego.
1: Number twenty six. The Blackjacks.
0: Um, <laughs> I no, I mean, fair. I just, I, you know, obviously, I don't once agree. I see some of the rest of the people. They're, they're not my top. They're not my, my top
1: list. fifty.
0: I don't know, man. Mulligan and Lanza were just ass kickers, so I, 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 I appreciate that. So.
1: And I'm and sure Mulligan once to also produced people like Barry Wyndham. And his grandson is Bray Wyatt, for trivia people at home. Mm-hmm. All right, number 25. <laughs> the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov.
0: Uh, See, so i put the black checks ahead of them. I mean, Sheik and Volkov were, were, were great in their roles as 80s heels, you know, being the dude from Iran and being the dude from Russia. When people actually understood, we should not like Russia, unlike today. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, again, perfect mid-80s, late-80s heel tag team. Got people angry like they should. So, I mean, I, I can't knock them. I don't know if they're at number 25, though.
1: This one surprised me, um, but this is, this is a really good tag team. Professor Tanaka and Mr. Fuji. This is going way back. Early seventies.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like say that's that's a little bit more before my time. But you know, if you, you
1: you read your history and study up, I understand that they were a very effective tag team. Um, Fuji was a good back. wrestler before he was a man. People know him as a manager, but Fuji was a solid wrestler.
0: Tanaka yeah, was in that. Running
1: Man, so. <laughs> Alright, what do we get? Yeah, here? I can't knock that one. That, that one. Sure, that's fine. Yep, twenty-three. The Brain is one of my all-time favorite tag teams.
0: Wow, see, I think that would be much higher for me. Um, yeah, obviously, that, I mean, borderline top 10 for me all time, actually.
1: Um,
0: yeah, absolutely for, worthy of being on a list. Of way higher, though.
1: Because, yeah, you think about it, not just their run in WWF, but their run in NWA together, too, was incredible as well very good I mean, Two, like i know totally blanchard had his his issues but man like that dude is very underrated in my opinion oh 22 the bonnie very much sir. pick pick your duo of <laughs> the bonnie probably kevin and carrie well, i would um, have to pick probably
0: yeah you know whatever 22 makes makes sense um great tag team you know I, I mean i i talk about you just still watch you know any of those world-class shows from the 80s and it's just ridiculous how how over those guys are and how all the women just want to sexually assault them on their way to the um, all-time feud mm-hmm. uh, with the free birds just god such great great stuff um and if, if you still have the network, go watch WCW from or WCCW World Class. Um, just fantastic stuff. And just, I mean, that's that would
1: still work today.
0: Absolutely work today.
1: Number 21, uh, The Funks.
0: They pretty much broken up before I really started to follow wrestling. Yeah, I think, but, uh, I think
1: Terry's a better single than anything but that's just my opinion but yeah they, but i mean you can go back and watch some stuff with the briscoes it's classics yep
0: can't <laughs> I just, can't knock it I, I don't know if they're that high though but sure
1: this one shouldn't even be ranked oh, oh my god <laughs> the natural number 20 the natural disasters
0: yeah, not, no, not top twenty, not top twenty-five, not top mm-hmm. fifty for me, probably. Um, nope. I, I, that's not a knock on either guy. You know, they're both big guys and pretty damn agile for being three fifty, four hundred pounds, whatever they re- were legitimately. Um, but yeah, just n- n- no, not not on that list for me.
1: Uh, Nineteen, the Wild Samoans. Some of these are a little before your time. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, no, like the Samoans were. No,
0: no, that's fine. No, the Samoans, I mean, kind of were at the tail end of their career when I started following wrestling. Um, But same thing, you know, if you go back and read the old school after magazines back in the day, like I would, um, you would just hear stories after story after story of just how just awesome and destructive they were. So I, obviously, the the father and uncle to like every, literally every Samoan that's currently wrestling in the world right now um so so yeah top 20 it makes 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 sense i i can't knock it
1: um number 18 the rockers
0: um yeah oh I've, man top 20
1: that's hard that's debatable
0: yeah i mean like if, if i mean again if you just want to you know yeah, let's just think about Shawn Michaels. You're like, yeah, that's a great damn tag team, um, and even Jeanette Jeanettey was still good back in the day too. So it's like, it's not. But my thing, anything, yeah. And, so the and,
1: WWF run wasn't that good. There's stuff they did in like the AWA against like Doug Summers and like Buddy Rose and stuff like that. That they no, were incredible. Like I think towards WWF time they were kind of like. They were good, but they weren't what they were when they were nineteen and twenty-two. You know, <laughs> like
0: I don't yeah, know. Yeah, WW, probably, maybe WWF, maybe I'm wrong WWF. on that. but. No, they. I mean they. I mean they just made them just a vanilla tag team. I mean there were there's nothing that stood out from them, and I, and I think that's where I'm struggling is they they were good, but there's just, like nothing that stood out. Right. Um, Number seventeen, other
1: than that, the Russians. Well,
0: other than, other than that coward Marty Jannetty jumping through a barbershop <laughs> window. Um, yes. The Russians. Uh, oh, man.
1: Koloff God. and Nikita is this group.
0: Yeah, Ivan and Nikita just... Oh, good. Goodness. Again, you know, typical 1980s. Um, just Russian bad guys. Because Russians are the bad guys, people. Um, yeah, but it just, I mean... To me, it was what a tag team should be, and you know, I talk, you know, you know, we talk about it when we talk about Dr. Death and, and Ted DiBiase just the unmitigated power of Nikita and then the wrestling savvy of Ivan Koloff fantastic tag team, absolutely worthy of being in the top 20. Not a question.
1: There's a match out there, I don't think it's a pay per view, but it's like 1986. It's the three Russians, that's Ivan Nikita and Crusher Crusher versus the Road Warriors and Dusty Rhodes in a six-man chain match. It's on YouTube. Go out of your way to find it. It's a fun spot. It's really fun. Um, so there you go. Crusher Crusher yeah. is on this list again. We'll find out later. Um, number sixteen. Yeah, someone else. I'm Minnesota sure. Wrecking Crew. Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Number sixteen. Gene and Oli and then
0: Yeah Arne.
1: definitely before my time. Uh
0: but if you're going to Arn and Oli or yeah, Arn and Oli, um yeah, the I mean Arn and Oli were fantastic. Um, I not you know, I don't like I say, never got to see um Gene and Oli. Um but you know, same thing. If you you know you study upon your history, you know they were badasses. Um and I you know, someone who's older than me and a better wrestling historian than me says they're top twenty. They're top twenty. Can't knock it. Number
1: fifteen, Demolition.
0: The the Road Warrior Clones. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they. I mean, the they dudes, were they, the dudes were
1: over though, man. You got to give them that. They were over. Yeah, they.
0: I mean, they were very good tag team. Worked great in the ring. Um, the, the former Crusher Khrushchev and the former Mass Superstar. Um, yeah, you know, one of the, still to this day, one of the best entrance themes of all time. An iconic entrance theme and a, an iconic entrance look. Um, multiple time tag team champions, just always towards the top of the card when they were in a tag team match. So, yeah, great, great tag team. I'm not sure top 20, but um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, just really good at what they did and always always delivered a fun match no matter what.
1: You're a Florida guy, so this one you can appreciate, but still before your time, the Briscoe brothers.
0: Yeah, much like many others, um, definitely a little bit before my time. Um, again, study wrestling history, you know what they've done. Multiple-time tag team champions. Um H was a world champion in their own right, um, so yeah, can't. Um, obviously, probably not in my top twenty list, but I um, yeah, can't knock it. Yeah.
1: yeah, we should have to. We should go back and make our own list here at some point. Down the line. Um Number thirteen. This is kind of insulting because I think they should be higher. And yet again, in my opinion, the British Bulldogs. <sighs>
0: 13 feels about right when you, when you, when you say it. Um, I mean, and again, this was, you know, much, you know, like I talk about, but this was a little bit better where you had the outright power of Davey boy. And then the just vicious speed and and just Christmas and snapness of all the stuff dynamite kid did. Um, despite dynamite being a despicable human being, um, I, I I don't know. Like at 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 first, you know, when you say thirteen and you say the British Bulldogs, that 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 feels about right for me.
1: Here's a question, side question from that. Sorry, I don't mean to go off track, but whatever. Go ahead. If Dynamite doesn't break his back, are they in the top five when it's all said and done? Man. Um. They were red that, hot when he got hurt. They yeah,
0: they were. They, they were absolutely right. Man, um, I, 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 just, I just don't know. I, I think my initial inclination is to say no. But then, you know, if you could have got them, you know, into matches with demolition and other
1: rockers,
0: right? You know. That, that would probably change my mind, and then, you know, I'd be like, yeah, you know
1: what, you're right, top five is, is quite feasible. Because the, the speed and power of that team, you could have easily flipped that and turned them heel, right? Like, you could have made them heel easily, I think. The evil Brits, that's been done, <laughs> like, you know, but, um, yeah, just, just food for thought. Number 12, Harlem Heat.
0: Man, see, this is where I have to, I have to judge the whole as opposed to just Booker T becoming who he became and Stevie Ray just being just a guy. Um, yeah, great tag team, great heat magnets. You know, no pun intended. Um, I twelve feels a little bit high, but I mean, yeah, multiple time tag team champions. Um, great matches with the steiner brothers
1: they brought sensational sherry out of retirement yeah like, they were they were good like they were yeah so, and, and like, i
0: see i think that's where i'm struggling they right were now. good I'm, I'm like, <laughs> like man they yeah. were good but are they number 12 good and i just keep thinking in my head you know what maybe maybe you know were they better than demo overall uh, yeah i'm thinking, I'm thinking British- so yeah <laughs> And were they better than British Bulldogs? Yeah. So I I guess 12 feels right about
1: right. I mean, it, it, I can't believe what I'm saying. That's like, go back, you watch their stuff with like the Nasty Boys and like Luger and Sting. And they've had a few matches with the Outsiders. It's right. actually pr- pretty good shit. Stevie Ray, I know he was kind of an asshole behind the scenes, but that dude could work too when you wanted to. Um, but yeah, great. That's a good tag. That, that's a good spot for them. You're gonna be hurt by this one. You're gonna probably shed a tear. Number eleven, the fabulous Freebirds. How is that not in the top five? <laughs>
0: <laughs> because to me, it's like it's like Devon Eric's. When it was the Freebirds were somebody else, it just didn't feel the same, and it just wasn't as good. Yeah. Um, I, I think because of my love for Terry Gordy, I'm like, okay, 11 is quite fine. Um, but boy, does this that feel high though? I don't know. I don't know why it feels high, but just gut reactions
1: says. No, 11. I is. thought you would. Have, I thought you would have been offended by that. I'm, no, I,
0: I, I think actually <laughs> that that I think for me that actually feels way too high. All right, uh, number 10, Rock and Roll Express. Uh, no problem with that number. I th- think they are a top ten tag team of all time, hall of famers by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Ricky Morton, one of the greatest babyfaces in peril ever. Robert Gibson, one of the best are, hot tags in the business. Should
1: he? Should he? Should, should he have been world champion. Should he? Yeah. So yeah. Should he have been?
0: No, I. Th- like, it's one of the things, and, and um, you know, to bring it to current times, and, and someone who would be on this list, who's probably not on your list, um, or not on the Den of Geek list, I should say, um, but, like, look at the the revival. Like, they're, they're better together than they are apart. Um, the Young Bucks are better together than they are apart. Um, yeah. The Rock and Roll Express are absolutely better together than they are apart. Um so so no like yeah you just you watch them go on their separate ways when they went you know tried to make ricky morton into richard morton and it was just it was bad bad on all sorts of levels mm-hmm. um so no top 10 tag team of all time yes top <laughs> no should he been champion
1: mm-hmm. not if i had the book no Okay, number nine. Um I would have put them higher on my list. Um the outsiders. That is the tag team um, of the mid nineties. From ninety six to ninety eight, that's that's the lead tag team.
0: <laughs> probably. Um you know, and I and I know like it, it I'm you know, I'm trying not to judge with my, you know. Lens of nostalgia, where everything was better. Obviously, great individual wrestlers. I I think better individual wrestlers than as a tag team. But look at that! You you can't. Yeah, I mean, you. you, The attitude. There's just yeah. There's no denying. Like it was those two guys that moved the entire professional wrestling landscape. When 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 they both showed up on Nitro that 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 was a 100% legitimate game changer and you know i hate that buzzword now but they that what that was that was a seismic shift in the wrestling business for a few years so so so, yeah nine maybe maybe higher um but but yeah top 10 absolutely
1: I just look at it from the time period from ninety six to when they broke up in late ninety eight. I just think like even like WWF first WCW, like that that was the team. They beat everybody. And they weren't ter- terrible matches. Like you said, Scott. When he is when his head's on right, he's one of the greatest performers of all time. Kevin Nash, one of the best big men of all time. I'm not saying they are the best, one of the best. And you right. combined it. And yet again, they didn't have the greatest hands to work with in WCW when they're fighting against the faces of fear. Well, see, and and I, think that, I think that's wrong. boys struggling and stuff like that. Okay, man, they, yeah. they,
0: had, they had Sting, Luger, and DDP, and just various incarnations of other people. So they did. Like I, I wish, like the Rock and Roll Express had the Midnight Express. I wish Hall and Nash would have had another top level tag team to to really cement themselves. But, they need
1: yeah. that they, they they WCW never had a babyface type team like that in that era. They never did. Like you said, it's always incarnations, right. giant and luger, sting and luger, luger and the giant. Right. <laughs> the four horsemen, Mongo, and Anderson. God. But uh yeah. I would have, you know, just me being their sub-mark, I would have put them much higher. Okay. Especially over this team. God. Number eight, the new age outlaws. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, I I loved those guys. I I loved the early incarnation of DX. But, yeah, top number eight. Get the fuck out of here. Um, Put
1: the outsiders above them now. <laughs> I'm putting the Bulldogs above them, too. And Harlem Heat. Actually, they're just sliding down my list. They're in the top 20, yeah, but not this high.
0: Yeah, that that that's just, that's obscenely too high.
1: We're just going to slide on down. Number seven, the Heart Foundation. They have, have Brett and Anvil, and then they have Owen and Bulldog for the for the this
0: list. Mm-hmm. So we're taking the whole quartet there. Okay. Um hmm Yeah, I mean, eight feels about right. Just on on you know. Um, seven for, or seven. Sorry, uh, uh, you know, the term first blush. Um, uh, you know, first blush when I hear them at number seven, that 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 feels about right. Um. You know, the, the 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 original incarnation of the Heart Foundation had the Bulldogs to have a great feud with, Demolition. Um
1: yeah. Owen and
0: Owen and Bulldog really didn't have that 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 other team to to again, you know, kinda like I was talking They about, had the know.
1: smoking guns.
0: <laughs> right. So it's, it's it, they didn't have and of course it's WWE, so tag teams are kind of irrelevant, but um yeah, I, when they I,
1: thought like Austin and Michaels and stuff, like that's good shit too, you yeah, know. But yep. look who they're with, ex- the point exactly. Right. Um I think Brett and Anvil were better by all means. Yeah. Um
0: like again, it's 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 like we talk about there's there's the power guy and then there's the technician and, and that's what the original mm-hmm. Heart Foundation was mm-hmm. and it was perfect.
1: This next one makes me sad because in my book, on my list they're either one or two in my book of all time. Number six in this list is the Steiner brothers. I might
0: think I actually might have them lower, like just in like a number 10. Um, really? Yeah. Obviously worked well with Harlem heat worked well
1: with doom. When doom came around,
0: um,
1: they had match of the year, Super Bowl, Super Bowl run, but who's counting? Right, three times um, IWGP Tag Team Champions.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they were they were they were good here, uh, or they were good in their time. Um, six, just they, it
1: just feels a little bit high, but um, no, I disagree. Here's what sucks about this though, with you and I, we're from 2 we're, we're dear friends, and we disagree a lot. For this reason, is we're two different generations of wrestling. Right, right. Like you had the glory days of that, like you said, that tag team wrestling. I have a '90s kid. Look, what I didn't get jack shit. <laughs> I grew up right. on the Steiners fighting Harlem Heat on Nitro, and then the next pay per view, and then I also had the. But I also like, I caught the end of their WWF run and like the Japan stuff. Like, I just you never saw a such a cohesive duo. Like the stuff they did together was just really, really good. You gotta get that. Like, I put them higher, but yet again, we're two different generations of wrestling going through this list. So, all right, let's move on. Number five, the Hardy Boys.
0: Yeah, I mean, boy, boy, does five feel high,
1: but that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh,
0: Man, five feels a little high, but, I mean, worthy of being a top-ten team. Probably. Obviously, some great feuds with Edge and Christian, with the Dudley Boys, obviously the iconic TLC matches. Um,
1: but besides that, what did they do? That's my argument with that, is that's why they shouldn't be,
0: like... Oh, no, I mean, I I hate the term, but they were spot monkeys. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. just... they spot after spot just to make you go, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Um,
1: well, it's like the Rockers but, yeah. thing. You think of the Hardy boys, like Jeff is the Shawn Michaels, the Matt's Marty Janetti. <laughs> like not now, Probably, but, yeah. like at the time, like in the, especially when they split up. Yeah. Like you Matt could tell Hardy's WWE over now.
0: Yeah. WWE wanted to invest in Jeff before Jeff decided to invest in alcohol.
1: Good way to put it. Number four, Edge and Christian. Um, that's a little. That's a little
0: high. Yeah, feels a little high. Um, obviously, an attitude error skewed list. It seems like. Um, great team. Team. I. I, I mean, I. 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 I legitimately like both guys. At, uh, you know. I. I will say now, as human beings, as opposed, to, you know, I know Edge back in the day may have had a little questionable. Uh, behavior.
1: He owned. He owned up to it the thing. Mind.
0: Right. And, and, and I think that's you know, where I, I, I can not necessarily give them a pass, but, um, um true story. I, I met them before a Tampa Bay lightning game one night when they were just there to promote WWE coming to the ice palace at that time. And I just got to, you know, I got to talk to him for like three seconds and it was like, you guys are awesome. I love you. And they, <laughs> they're like, thanks dude. And they're on the elevator and they're out and, and, and they're gone. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 I love everything about Ancient Christian. Good guys, bad guys, the five-second pose, the brew. Um, but number five feels a little high. But I, probably one of my favorite tag teams of all time. But I, I can freely admit five feels a little high.
1: It was four, but
0: four. But okay, okay. Well, I can't count. I still love you.
1: <sighs> number three, another one of my all-time favorites, the W Boys. No comment. Really? Just,
0: yeah, just no comment.
1: Are there your top twenty?
0: Probably, but I, I, I can, I can, we, we could do a list one day. I could give you five hundred people. I would rather watch Russell than I would rather watch Bubba <laughs> I would rather watch Russell. Right. And, yeah. and, and and he blocked think, me on Twitter uh, for telling this guy me that put... straight to his face.
1: Uh, This is just a little under comment here. This guy who wrote this article said, I put in an account that their ECW run and their TNA run was better combined than their WWF run. Agree or disagree? Let's just go with that. Oh,
0: wholeheartedly agree with that statement.
1: Okay. I agree too. Actually, they did, yeah. Number two, the Midnight Express. The yeah, I mean, I, 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 the yeah. original, Dennis and
0: Bob. Yeah, I don't know if I'd have it number two, but yeah, fuck, they were good. I mean, it's top 10. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. But it's it's just like I, I'll go back to it. when we talk about the Rock and Roll Express. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't put one in my head without the other. Like, they, they are they're that linked together that it's just like. You can give me my my dream supercard of all time, and that's going to be a tag team match on the show. Is going to be the Rock and Roll Express versus the Midnight Express, because it just—I mean—that was a feud that went from territory to territory to territory to the NWA,
1: and it, it was good the main everywhere. Did everywhere where it
0: went. Right, and and you know, Jim Cornette may be a shitty human being, but he's right. That one made money everywhere. That one sold out everywhere. Like, you know, they were headlining shows as, as a tag team match, those four
1: guys. Uh, and, you know, like, the Midnight Express isn't getting where they are without Jim. Yes, he's a shitty human being, like you said, but Jim Cornette made that tag team, too. Like, without that heat, like, they're not as big as they are, you know? like
0: <laughs> they, Cornette was a fantastic mouthpiece for him, and it absolutely worked, yes.
1: Here's just side question to that. Did you? Dennis and Bobby were great, but did you appreciate Bobby and Stan, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane as well? Second incarnation, I should say.
0: Felt a little hollow to me, but I—I mean, did I appreciate it? Yes, but not on the level that I appreciated Bobby and Dennis.
1: Dennis got in the car one day, left the arena, and never went back. Wrestling. uh number one the road warriors
0: yeah i, th- I think that's that that's pretty far and away yeah yeah I, you know i think we've talked about it several times they tag team champions every company they went to every country they went to anytime everywhere just fantastic and in just i don't want to say invented the tag team squash match but just they did,
1: though.
0: They did. <laughs> you, when you when you heard Iron Man hit, your eyes were glued. You didn't turn away from your TV, and you just watched the chaos and destruction of those two guys. Um, so to me, yeah, absolutely. Number one, um, you know, obviously this list is <laughs> pre-Young Bucks, pre-New Day, pre-Usos, pre-Revival, <laughs> pre- Lucha, pre-Lucha Lucha Bros. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, six years ago, and, and it's just crazy how much changes in six years.
1: It's a um, slow time in wrestling. We can figure out episode to put on the off-stage of top 20 in there. I think yeah, the list but, a but, bit. I, I <laughs> mean, I think even,
0: even, even the list, I still think the Road Warriors should probably be number one. Um, but, I mean... Yeah, I, overall, I can't knock that list. I think that was actually pretty good, uh, you know, considering, again, it is, uh, let's say, six years old. Uh,
1: here's, the, here, here's the problem with me. I got fucking LOD 2000. That's what I got. <laughs> I got the shells of those yeah, shells.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you never got to see Great American Bash, you know, the summer of 86, Road Warriors, just destroying everything Dude, in sight.
1: the best. Ba- the best Road Warriors I saw was the fucking Blue Road Warriors, WCW, they had for a year in 96. That's the best I got, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk had, had its issues then, and it was just not the same, unfortunately. But so, uh, it, it sucks, but hey, that's why YouTube's great. <laughs> yep.
0: Alrighty. And on that note, I think we'll wrap it up there. Uh, Adam, enjoy your vacation. Yes, sir. Uh, if you stuck around this far, ask again that you give us a follow on Twitter at 3MB Podcast. Uh, give Adam a follow on Twitter at Adam 3 mb Give us a follow on Instagram at 3MB Pod. I'm going to leave you with three notes Russians are still bad. Black Lives Matter. Be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other.